Welcome to Lifestyles and a podcast where we promote everything about a healthy living. We talk about everything relating to your mind, body, and soul, and how you can improve in all aspects of living. Once again, welcome to Lifestyles and. So today I will be talking on medication and your mental well-being and I'm so excited for this episode because I have with me Jen Addicts from Nevada, USA. I hope I got that right. Ah, you okay. did. <laughs> so um Jen is a self-love coach and a certified yoga teacher. She's over 10 months sober from alcohol. Mm-hmm. And she's um also recovering and has recovered from an array of eating disorders. She loves to sing and play the piano. So welcome, Jen. It's so nice to have you here on my podcast. I'm really excited to have you on this show. Um, you are someone that has embraced all of her essence and is not scared to talk about um, the path to wellness and healing. So once again, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. Okay. Is there anything I missed in the introduction? No, sounds good. I, other than maybe the yoga teacher part, which I think you got. So, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, we're here to talk about medication and the mental well-being. Mm-hmm. So, um, my first question is, what is meditation? Because most people don't really know what it's all about. So, I would like you to share the share the light on that. Yeah, actually, I was just interviewed a couple of days ago and I shed light on this as well, because a lot of people either don't know what meditation is or they have misconceptions about what, what meditation is. And so the common misconception is people believe that meditation means you have to stop your mind, to stop your mind from thinking, you have to quiet it completely. And while there are meditation practices that do that in a modern application with people that are just trying to feel a little bit better, that are just trying to heal my belief is that meditation is not stopping your mind, but rather just learning to coexist with your mind and kind of not run away with the thoughts that are running around. So you get a little bit more of a, not control, but just a surrender to what's going on in your head and you find a point of focus and you soften those thoughts and you come back to center. And that centering is what helps people feel better. It's what helps them listen a little bit more to their intuition. It's what helps them heal anything that they're trying to heal. Okay, so it's more like um, trying to focus your mind on a particular thing. Yeah. Just like, okay. Okay, so why meditation? Like, what does it do exactly? What does it have to do with mental health? Is there any link? Is there any correlation between um, meditation and mental health? 100%. And and it's funny too, like that you say that a lot of people don't know what meditation is, but now meditation is very mainstream and a lot of psychologists and doctors are recommending meditation because it is, there is a correlation between that and mental health. The things that we think directly affect the way that our body responds to our outside world. And so the power of meditation is that, especially right now, think about how many things we hear every single day. We've got social media, we've got TV, we've got the radio, we've got people telling us stuff, we go to work, people are talking in our ear all day long and most of the thoughts are not our own. Most of the thoughts are implanted by outside things. And so when you get quiet, even for five minutes a day, that starts to help you tune into yourself. And so you get a little bit more of an idea of what you want and what you need rather than what everybody else is telling you. 
that's amazing so another thing i wanted to um ask is most people don't know when they're stressed mentally especially in my part of the world like in nigeria we're always so busy you know mm-hmm. doing one but everybody's always on the move so we don't really know when we are mentally stressed we just funny enough we don't even know when we are getting depressed it's something that happens a lot in this country and it's so underrated mental health is so underrated i see so many people working their butts up at work and they seriously don't have time to take a break so how do i know when i'm stressed mentally and can meditation help me relax relax my muscles and you know ease the pain does meditation also help pain in the body absolutely so it's kind of it's going to be different for every single person and like you said people in nigeria obviously they're go 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 they're busy all the time so because you're so busy it's very likely that you're missing the cues that are trying to tell you how stressed or depressed you are and so i would recommend just trying to start to pay attention to your body because your body is usually going to let you know um if you're stressed so if you're like really tense in your shoulders or you're starting to feel some pain in your stomach or you have a headache or anything like that it's going to be an indicator that something is off in your body and so what I like to teach my clients is that when you have those first indicators, that's when you want to go meditate. And it might be a very frustrating experience too. You might sit down for five minutes and try to meditate and feel so anxious and so worked up because you feel like you should be doing something or it's hard to sit still with yourself. But the more you do that, the easier it's going to be to start to tune in. Because hmm. it feels like um, it's so hard to take a break. <laughs> we, for example, someone like me, <laughs> it's so hard for me to take a break like you can see when I wanted to start this podcast I was already there like minutes before the podcast because I just don't know how to just take a break just pause and just try so meditation for me I think I tried it um, last two weeks I just wanted to just stop everything and just try to tune into my mind and my body to just see how I can just relax myself so another thing I wanted to, um, you know, because when I was trying the meditation, I discovered that um, most people will feel like you have to sit, you know, cross your legs. Uh-huh. But, so do I need to um, sit up, cross my legs and close my eyes and just doing this? <laughs> nope. Then... <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, that's a really good question because that's something I get a lot. And personally, my meditation practice, I hate sitting up. I will sometimes, and if I do, I'll sit up against a wall because I find that I start to slouch and I start to get like kind of turned in a little bit. So I personally like to lay down when I meditate. And sometimes my eyes are closed. Sometimes they're open. I really just let myself, the only requirement for my meditation is that I put my phone away and I sit with myself for about 20 minutes a day. So it may not be a perfect meditation. It may not be that I'm really tuned in, but at least I set time aside away from any outside anything and just be with it. So maybe my eyes are open, maybe they're closed. Maybe I'm crying, maybe I'm thinking about a million things. It it could be anything, but at least I'm setting that time aside for myself. And basically like what you're saying, stopping what you're doing and just giving yourself 10 minutes to just do nothing, even if it doesn't look the way you think it should. Yeah, because sometimes meditation feels like I have to, like I have to be um, feeling something. You know, there's this, because when I tried it, I was like, okay, I'm not feeling anything. I still feel like I'm distracted. Like, honestly, I tried it and I was still thinking about so many things that I had to do. <laughs> and it was so yeah. frustrating. 
what is going on? Then I felt like I think I'm not doing this right. So I was like, I was going to wait till this episode to really ask, how does it, how, how am I supposed to feel when I'm meditating? Does it mean I'll shut every form of thinking out of my, like, does it mean I, I would not think of anything at all? Or is there something I'm supposed to be thinking about? <laughs> or am I supposed to focus on one particular object and just be like, I'm thinking about um, my center table now. Let's just focus on my center table or something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How does it feel? Like- so I would like to encourage you to let go of doing it right or having a particular thought. The only thing that you really need to do is find a point of focus. So the most common point of focus in meditation is your breathing. And so a lot of people choose, like, you can either just inhale, you can in your head literally say, inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale, and just keep doing that. Or you could count, inhale one, two, exhale one, two. Um, Some people will focus on the sound of their air conditioner or the sound of their fan, or you can do a guided meditation where you're listening to music or listening to someone talk. But the, the main thing is, there's nothing you're supposed to be thinking about you're not supposed to be stopping any of the thoughts The the magical part of meditation is that you're going to have all those thoughts, right? It's like, okay, well, oh, you need, you need to go do this after this. You need to go eat breakfast. You need to go run the kit, whatever you, you blah, 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 blah. And your only job is rather than letting those thoughts turn into more thoughts, you just come back to the breath. Another thought's going to pop up, come back to the point of focus. Another thought, focus, thought, focus 5 million times. That is the practice of meditation. Wow. Okay. Um, Let's quickly talk about um, depression and how uh, meditation helps depression. So that's a really big one. And it's also, it's going to be very different for everybody, but depression. Okay. So this is something I say to my students a lot. When you are depressed, you are focusing on the past. When you are feeling anxious, you're focusing on the future. And when you're feeling peaceful, it's because you're in the present. And so those things are all interrelated. And so meditation brings us back to the present. If you're feeling depressed, it's because you're constantly thinking about something that happened before you're focusing on it. You're getting sad because you're feeling embarrassed or ashamed or whatever the feeling is that's associated with your depression. And meditation will bring you into the present moment, which is slowly going to make you feel more peaceful. Wow. You just said something that was very powerful. I never thought of it that way. So depression is me thinking about something that happened in the past. Mm-hmm. And when I'm anxious, I'm thinking about something that is supposed to happen in the future. Huh. I'm peaceful and that means I'm in the present. Yes. I've never thought of it that way. Like this was, no, no, that was very profound. Thank you very much. Welcome. Um, so um, this means that meditation can help depression because it brings you to the present. Yes. And it makes you peaceful. Yes. Amazing. And real okay, quick, so- another, sorry, I just want to share real quick. Another thing that really helps if you are depressed is making like a gratitude list or meditating on the things you're grateful for that will also bring you into the present. So if you or anybody else that's listening struggles with depression, one of the best things you can do is meditate on like five things that you're grateful for. Okay. And also, I, I also feel like people get so caught up in um, focusing on other people's lives. I think that's one other thing that um, causes depression. Yes. Because people just believe that when they see something on social media, somebody just bought a new car, bought a new job, just gave birth or something, just got married and you know, you're there, you, you feel like you're probably stuck. Mm-hmm. 
in one particular phase and I'm moving forward and everything is just it just feels like okay so what is my purpose like uh-huh. why so I, I feel like you're, you're very right when you meditate it helps you to focus on the things that are happening in your life right now so I think it also helps you to connect with your environment you tend to see the good things happening in your life and then you can yeah so I think you're, you're very right the um, the gratitude list would really work because it only takes someone that is in the present to be able to see the things that he or she is meant to be grateful for. And especially during this festive season, I just wish that everybody can just, you know, settle down and think about the good things that have happened to them throughout the year instead of focusing on the negative things that have happened. Because believe it or not, no matter how far behind you think you are in your life, there's still some people that want to, you know, be where you are. Yep. So, so I feel powerful. like, absolutely. yes, happiness is always very relative. Yeah. You feel like, yes, you feel like um, you're unhappy right now and then somebody's looking at you and the person is like, oh my God, I just wish I just have what she has. So, yeah, you're very right. The gratitude list is very, very um, helpful. So, um, can meditation help promote self-love and healing from trauma? Yes. Okay. So that's a big part of my platform that I've been talking about a lot lately. And I'm kind of moving into, because obviously I'm the self-love coach, self-love yogi, but to me, self-love is not bubble baths and, you know, walks and things like that. That's self-care, self-love and trauma healing is actually getting in touch with how you really feel about things and what I like to call the shadow side, which is like the darker side of you that you don't want to look at. And so meditation, once again, is an opportunity to get quiet and really look and listen and notice. And if you've got trauma, which I have a lot of really deep rooted trauma, I'm doing some trauma work right now, my client trauma work, and it really requires that you're able to look at the trauma from a place of love and from a place of peace, which requires meditation. And so, yes, absolutely yeah. meditation can help with that. So quick question. Um, I know that there must be different kinds of trauma because when I say trauma, people will be like, oh, probably rape or an accident or bullying. And But I feel like there's some other kinds of trauma that people don't really talk about. So I really want you to just quickly um, talk about the different kinds of trauma yeah. that's... Um, exist and that's really powerful what you said because yeah a lot of people think oh well I wasn't raped or I wasn't whatever so I don't have trauma and that's absolutely not true I had a lot of really you know traumatic childhood things happen but then I would talk to a friend that they went through their parents divorce when they were five and to them that was traumatic or yeah made fun of in school that was traumatic or even being ignored by your parents because they were too busy for work that's we all have different trauma and it's all relative to our human experience. And so just because you were not trafficked or something, it doesn't mean that you did not have trauma that you don't need to look at. So it could be anything. Exactly. So um, so you're saying that um, meditation can help to deal with trauma. Yes. Amazing. This is that medication is so powerful. I feel like it's the tool that people have not really tapped into yet. And I really wish that everybody listening now would um, make it a point of beauty to just try and you know meditate so um are there other uh, means of relaxing apart from meditation are there other means of you know being in the moment being in the presence aside meditation 
So one of the things, one of the main things that you can do if you're feeling really disconnected, depressed, anxious, upset, whatever, and meditation is good, but it's not cutting it, or you want something different, go out into nature. There are vibrations in nature. There are energies in nature that we are meant to connect with. And we're so far removed from it because we've got technology. We've got, right? Like, you know, social media, like you said, with comparing to the people that bought the car, had the baby or whatever. You're so focused on that. You're in this tunnel vision. But if you can go out and put your feet in the grass, touch a tree. Feel it, yes. Yeah. Just feel the... Just feel nature, just feel the beauty of nature. And just, I think it's, it's true. Everything just becomes peaceful. Mm-hmm. Even even the, um, the singing of the birds, sometimes the breeze. I think I, you're very correct. Everything just amounts to peace. I think the bottom line of everything is just finding peace mm-hmm. in oneself and just trying to be in the moment and be in the present and just making sure that you're, you're not so focused on the on the on the things that are not right in in one's life i i think so yeah yes you're, you're very right and i'm so glad that you were able to just shed light on this because honestly meditation is something that mental health generally is something that we do not take seriously people just feel like okay when they hear mental health they think I have to see a therapist or there's something wrong with me upstairs and all that. <laughs> so people don't, people shy away from it, especially in this part of the, my part of the world. Yeah. We, we, we really shy away from it. In fact, it's something that people don't really want to talk about it. You know, it's something that we don't want to talk about. We feel, we feel very, very, um, I think too proud to ask for help when we need it. I don't know if it's something that happens to everybody. But I know for a fact that it's something that happens to me. Sometimes I feel so, you know, too proud to say, okay, I'm not fine or I'm not all right. So I'm so glad that you were able to shed light on this. Thank you so very much. And are there any projects that you're working on right now? What do we expect from you in the nearest future? Oh, thank you for asking. Oh, gosh, we got that echo again. Um, so... I am currently, let's see, I'm working on a lot of different things and I'm, I've actually shifted a lot of my business because of my own mental health, because I was pushing a little bit too much on social media and it didn't feel good and I wasn't taking care of myself. And so some of the things that are coming in the future, I'm going to create a course that is like a self-love meditation course that you can do online, that you can do self-paced, that teaches different techniques and teaches different ways of doing gentle yoga and also different like inquiry techniques that teach you about what's going on within you so that you can bring them out and allow them to heal and have a look at them. So that's something that is in the works for me right now. I'm also going to start doing some online meditation and yoga classes. And um, I'm going to be focusing a little bit more on my podcast. And so I do have about, let's see, I've got 39 episodes right now. So if you're curious about anything that I have to say, I've got a lot of things on there. And some of them are just me talking about things that I know. And some of them are guests that I've brought on talking about psychedelics which are really healing and other different healing modalities homeopathy things like that well one thing that i really admire about about you is the fact that you you tend to take a break i I see that you're someone that you, you don't push yourself too much i'm not saying it's not fine to you know aspire and all that but you you tend to give yourself that break you're very in tune with your mind so you you're very conscious you know when okay it's time to just take a break 
and I've been following your page for for a while now and I've seen how you know easy you take things and it's very very um should I say motivating yes I really I really love that and it has helped me even in this phase that I'm in right now to just take things easy and just be calm because it's something that I know that for someone like me I really need at this point in time so thank you very much and I know that there are so many people out there that also need this just to take things easy be calm you don't have to have everything all figured out at once you know you can just take things one step at a time and it doesn't mean that you're far behind or yeah you're not doing what you're meant to do so thank you very much jen i really hope that um i'll I'll get to um oh sorry that's okay okay i really hope that i will get to record another episode with you because you seem to have so yes so much insight you know to self-improvement and you you mentioned one thing you said there's a difference between Mm self-care and um and self-love but uh, how different is it? Because I used to think that self self care is under self love. So like, you know, how different? I'm so glad you asked because that's something that so self love is a really big word right now, right? Everybody's throwing it around. Like you need to love yourself before you can love other people, and love, love you know, self love for mental health and all of that. To mm-hmm. me, self care is tools for self love. So people tend to say that self love is like take a bubble bath, go for a walk. Um, read a book, get a glass of tea, whatever you got to do. Yeah. Those are the tools for getting closer to self-love, which I like to call self-care. So self-love really to me is loving every part of yourself, which is where people struggle because they're like, how can I love myself when I created this pain for somebody else five years ago? How can I love myself when I'm 20 pounds overweight or I think I am, or how can I love myself if I haven't you know, created my dream job yet. Job yet. People feel like they can't love themselves because they don't have everything that they believe they want. But those things will come to you when you love yourself, which actually kind of goes full circle into what you were just saying about being able to slow down and being able to trust that the things that you're doing are going to equal the things that you want and loving yourself enough to slow down. Because it's hard for me too. I, I I know you see me going slow. It's hard. It's a struggle for me and I have to work at it. <laughs> I have to trust that I the things that I'm doing are going to create what I want and it, I don't have to push all the time to make that happen. I've been focusing more on loving myself. And as I do that, the things that I want are happening. So that's something I would like to encourage people to do. To do, just love themselves and everything that they want to come right. So that's, that's so powerful. So amazing. Thank you so much for being on this episode with me. And like I said, I hope to record more with you. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming, Jen. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Life Thousand. I hope you enjoyed every bit of it. You can check me out on Instagram at Pico Essentials or at Pico underscore Asof. You can also follow me on Twitter at Pico Essentials. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.